You. Yo. What up? What up? What twelfth place? Huh? Oh, you know vibes. This niggas on that R. Kelly shit. <laughs> oh, so we doing tonight, huh? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. That's Red. That's Two Gun. Lord knows where the fuck Mikey is, and we're the troublemakers. Yeah, what's good? What's good? Do you mind if I give you some of mine? Oh Lord, <laughs> that's the energy we're on. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> what's the? Oh uh, man. So, oh, go ahead, Red. Yeah, <clears throat> I was gonna actually ask. So, 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 what's the deal tonight? So, executive producer tonight is Two Gun. So, we're gonna try to like dive into all this sexual lawsuit shit that's going on. Oh, okay. Listen, I think I was done with all this shit after I saw the old DJ Vlad interviews with Aaron Hall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, DJ Vlad sent him that motherfucker. Wild. His interviews are wild. And this is why I always say Velaz the police, because you notice anytime something happens, they always pull out an old DJ Vlad interview. I mean, just because somebody asks you a question, I mean, you got to answer it. That is true. Yeah, but just the, motherfuckers always end up doing that shit. Just the yeah. fact that um, Aaron Hall was just like, these niggas see me fuck. I like the fucking public. <laughs> you say I got a tattoo on my ribs that says warning. Any bitch grab my dick and say it's little, that's a lying bitch. <laughs> oh man, that's it's weird. It's weird because like you know that this shit goes down and you know that I, I personally feel like this is just me though. I personally feel that in the eighties and nineties shit was a lot different. Not saying that it didn't happen, but I think that the acceptance of like these women coming to these hotels, these people houses, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna fuck in front of all these people. Like, I think they were down back then and then they did the shit. And now, you know, years just passed, these motherfuckers still got money. They ain't video hoes no more. And they, their money may have dried up. And now, now all of a sudden I'm, I've been assaulted. <clears throat> But that's the same way I look at it, because throughout history, anybody with power usually did strange things or, you know, they were able to take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, go way back in history. If you conquered a land, you would take those people and make them slaves and soldiers. Yeah. Or sex concubines or whatever, some type of entertainment. You got the gladiator slaves. And then now, you ever thought about the difference between the movie industry and the music industry? Uh-uh. <clears throat> Why nobody in the music industry ever came from not poverty or working class? Hmm. Only people... For real, like only people in the ghetto or the trailer park got talent. <clears throat> I think that's because, like, when you come from a situation where you're uh, working class or poor, 
you're not going to have access to lawyers and shit to read them contracts and tell you what it really is. That's true. Yeah. And second, what's the first thing somebody like you are now quote unquote like a breadwinner to take care of your family? Yeah. So what are when it comes to like these assault cases? What are you, these people? What were they willing to do for the fame of fame that never happened or faded away? That's like, true. Like Ray was saying, once it's dried up, it's like wow. No, because it's just like I said. You look at how fast Cassie settled that settlement. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Once again, like I don't, I don't think that this conversation is is masking what these motherfuckers did. Because I am a firm believer that Puffy did some some shit. I, but he's a like, person in power. So he's a person so, in power for real. But like, so where do I, these people? They just not have morals, or is the price of fame that? much of a drug i think that i think some of these people who are coming out saying that this happened to me and that happened to me i think some of them knew what they were signing up for when it happened at mm-hmm. the time but it was during error and during the time that it was happening everywhere so it seemed normal and then it was like oh this is just how this motherfucker gets down because he got money now with the whole me too movement and, and social media and like I think that is a big push to have these folks come up front and be like, well, you know, 20 years ago, uh, 30 years ago at this point, yeah, this motherfucker like had me in this hotel room with four other niggas and Man. like, you know what I mean? Because cause now when you look at shit, shit like that, nowadays you're like, yo, how, why the fuck would that bitch let her do that shit, you know what I mean, to her, right? But back in the day, she she probably was willing um, you know, so, like I'm, I'm but, just playing devil advocate. She probably was willing because that's how you got yourself into the. Industry. Like I said, where where did the moral compass come in with these people? Okay, but here's yeah. the thing: like with a situation like Gloria Velez, who got pregnant by Aaron Hall at 16, you got to question where her parents were, and the shit she was already doing. Right, because she was already a video vixen. Yeah. She so, was, and then, and she also was very. And if you saw the interview with her and Cisco, she was very. Um, she she had, she had an interview with Cisco that I saw part of it, but she was very open and and willing of of saying, mm-hmm. and talking about like like her life back then, and then it it just seemed like the back burner was, oh, I was sixteen or seventeen at the time. She was just like, oh yeah, Aaron, my my child's father is you know this person is that person. I was doing this and that. Oh, but yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have been doing that, and I, I, he's an asshole for doing it. But I was doing it. You know what I mean? That's how the interview seemed to me. That, you know what I mean? That, a lot of people blame stuff on being young, but even at 12 years old, I know what I'm not going to do for no piece of change. I don't care how much it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <clears throat> I said, at that, at that, like you said earlier about a moral compass, you know right from wrong. Uh, like like say, all that right TDJ shits. I wasn't sucking no dick for no fucking trip. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just not in me. I don't want fame and fortune that bad. So I guess a lot of people do. And when it doesn't come, here comes the oh well, I did this and I did that. The the thing that the thing that worries me about a, a lot of this is, you know, like like you know, good for them. 
because I feel like going after Puffy, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of like cutting off the head of the snake. You know what I mean? Good for them. But the, the issue that I have with a, a lot of this is there was so much that went on in between before you decided to say, oh, oh I, I got I got done wrong, mm-hmm. that you actually watch people suffer. It, I mean, if it was as bad as you say it was, you actually sit there and allow people and watch other people suffer before you opened your mouth to decide you to You knew anything. that it was going to happen to the next person. Yeah, you knew this was going to happen to the next person. You knew the shit was going to... Was, was, I mean, if you're talking like you, like you talk, you knew the shit was already going on. You know what I mean? And, and like, you, you let the next person, like, get taken advantage of or whatever the fuck. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, I think I want my 30 million now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, and I think another thing, you know, to add on what you said is just how many people came out and just said, yep, I seen it. Yep, I seen it. Where were y'all 15 years ago? Where's the people that's too embarrassed to to step forward? Yeah. You think they're embarrassed? What? You know how many men probably did some strange things that that don't don't identify as being homosexual? No, they... No, fam. No. Come on now. No, look you at Terry Crews, big ass. They tried him. That is true. <laughs> and he was six hey, five two, what two sixty? Yeah, just about. My, yeah. My thing is, uh, where where's those Usher? Uh, I want to hear the story about Usher and Justin Bieber and them motherfuckers. Yeah, see, that's like, and then you talk about ch- children. Yo, do you remember? Um. Well, Usher just had an interview not too long ago where he was just like, yeah, I went to something that they called a puffy training camp. I was 13. I was like, what? Yeah. And apparently those puffy training camps, man. Yeah, they, he was they just like, them. you know, Puff always had, you know, girls around and everything. He'd be like, yo, you get in the room with that one, I'm going to go ahead and take this one and we're going to switch. And I'm like, what? <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about anything. I am never swapping girls with any of y'all. I'm never having y'all watch me fuck or anything. That's that, that's that money shit, man. Like, right. Even when even when Red and I lived with each other, like, hold on, hold on. When, when you say yeah. the swapping girls part, like, Chase when, off, Chase what off. you mean by that? No, that's what um that's what um Usher said. He said, you know, like he'd have a few girls in the room, whatever, whatnot. They would sit there and swap rooms and, you know, keep on doing the things and everything. And that was a part of Puffy training camp. I mean, yeah, it ain't, but your, that's, but that's it ain't money, your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, I would, I wouldn't, like, I lived with Red for a long time. We've never done any of that. <laughs> what Pimpsy said, I ain't never seen this man make it. We ain't no freaks. No, I don't. No, I, 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 I don't pass the bitch along now. And I got one. Nah, I, 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 I get that, nigga, but you also, also, nigga, we broke. We ain't no way we, we, we gonna get like 10, 10 chicks come come to the house and uh, <laughs> off of damn old Toronto Road and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> I mean, you know which ones to, 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 that, that to do that with, though. You go for yeah, the ones that ain't got that. nothing. Those that the ones they true. ain't want to fuck with, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, the easiest people to manipulate is people who actually need need it. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Well, but yeah, like I said, the, the big thing is, it's like now it's 
because even when the when the Me Too movement came out, right, or and like when the whole Me Too thing started uh, coming to the forefront, I personally felt there was opportunities at that moment where you had so many people behind you uh, fighting that cause against this kind of stuff that you could have like jumped in and said, you know, Me Too. <laughs> no pun intended. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like jumped in and said, "Me too," and then all of a sudden, like there was none of that going on. Everybody was quiet. Uh, everybody was quiet when uh, when that movement was going on, and, and now all of a sudden, everybody just decided, "Yeah, you know what? Let, let me get mine." Um, all because Cassie's getting her she's getting her mm-hmm. check. Let me go ahead and say something. And you got to realize it's a fear aspect too. Yeah. Because a lot I, I, of shit during that Me Too movement, that would have been around the same time a lot of shit was going down. And like, if well, I'm, yeah. and if oh, I'm a millionaire and this is a current situation and you try to Me Too me, who's to say I won't pay to have you disappear? Right. And you know? then on top of that, the Me Too movement was in the middle of the Black Lives Matter movement, which was in the middle of the COVID movement. Which now, was- that Me Too movement was before Black Lives Matter, wasn't it? Nah, mm-hmm. it was nah, it was around the same. All, all that, that happened at the same time. Okay. Yeah. That 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 was that was that was fairly recent that this shit was going down. Yeah, all that. But here's the thing, you know, it was just so easy to get petty fogged with everything going on. Like this is being swept under the rug. This is being swept under the rug. Now that everything's dying down, it seems like okay. Now is our turn to bring this back to the forefront. That's the way I see it. Hollywood is just a vicious, a vicious, dirty place. Speaking of Hollywood, can I bring up something? Not mean trying to change the subject. What do y'all feel about King Harris? He's just so. I I, I really, really quick. I want to know exactly what happened because I I got a little bit into it, and then apparently there was another interview that he had with. with his dad, T.I., um, today, and he didn't even know who the fuck, like, he didn't know Will Smith was a rapper or some shit like that, but... Right, well, yeah. that's different. That was done before what happened over the weekend. That was already done and filmed. But he, so they, he had... But, so, what ended up happening is after they were... Um, after they did the Atlanta Falcons game, they were in, look, what, it was like a lounge, Right. Yeah. Man, it was in the stadium. That's what I say, a lounge in the stadium. Mm. So, and you know, King was sitting there talking about, you know, I don't know about a lounge, probably more like box seats, not box seats. What you call them? Like owners box suites. Yeah, well, owners box, yeah, or the owner suite. So he was talking about, you know, like how he didn't want to be in a gated community. How he just wanted to be a street dude. This, that, and the third. Did he like, say street suit? Huh. Did he say street dude? Yeah, he just wanted to be a hood nigga, like he said. He said he just wanted to be outside, right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. He, I mean, he, he, he said something like that on the show before, right? Yeah, he said, um, because remember, he, um, the reason why he lived with his grandma is because he, he didn't want to be, what's the word? What is the word I'm looking for? I guess the suburbanite. He wants street roots. Oh, cause uh, and, and I and I bet you, I bet you a lot of that comes from. This is my my personal opinion. A lot of that comes from because you you see what your daddy rap about, 
and where your daddy from and shit like that. So like you have to believe that like like there's motherfuckers out there testing them like yo you ain't really hood you ain't really street. And, and you know it might not even be that deep like imagine growing up in a gating community yeah. and going to your cousin's house. It's way more fun at your cousin's house in the hood. I'm sorry. I see Probably. that point. You know what I'm saying? You might have this, that, and the third, but it's just something about being in a neighborhood full of little badass kids that's bad just like you bad. Yeah, I I, I think it's also like you try to live a certain life um, or, or try to uh, propose that you live a certain life. And then, like, like I said, you get you get um, these people who, who test your gangster. You know what I mean? They test your gangster because you ain't really about that life because you grew up rich. I mean, your dad was about that life, but you not. So, so like, you can't be uh, growing off your daddy's uh, off his street cred. So I guess he wants to go out there and get some street cred of his own. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get street credit if you don't know really much about the streets. You got to understand. I mean, like, think about it. I also, I also look at it like this. Think about it like this, right? Uh, there was, there was one episode of that damn show where he, where he had was talking about like how bad he wanted to be a rapper, right? What the fuck are you gonna rap about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you gonna rap about your gated community? You gonna rap about money? I mean, people do that, but like that shit. Yeah, like I said before, no, don't nobody from uh upper upper class families really coming to the music industry, especially not when it comes to rapping. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I and I I think that's I think that's where that stems from. You have your exceptions, like J Cole. (laughs) He didn't come from the upper class family, did he? Yeah. No, he came from a. No, he came from a. He had a single mom. Yeah, working so, class. He had the. He had the other. The other side of the struggle. And he went he to college and all that, but. Yeah, he, he came from the other side of the struggle. Like, like his struggle was the fact that, like, I'm a. I, like, he had a single mom, like. Uh, and that that part of the show, because motherfuckers about that he, shit too. He always he he always raps about. He went to you know like decent high schools. He never had to sell drugs, so on and so on. Yeah, but but J. Cole can rap. <laughs> okay, I mean? that's the difference. That's but the here's difference. the thing, you know, going on what you were saying, you know, like J. Cole does not have the experience of a typical rapper. He's yeah. just good at what he does. Yeah. So, but also he he raps about where he's from, what he knows. So like, and not all at, rappers are drug dealers. Don't don't. Well, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying they are. Don't no. Don't get it twisted or confused. I'm not saying that at all. You just got to remember, most rappers come from metropolitan or inner city places. Like it's just, you don't have to have done it, but you've seen it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's just a part of life. It's, it's just like you said earlier. You know, maybe he had them hood cousins that he hung out with and. I mean, his daddy, his daddy, his daddy was living that life when his daddy was young, and his daddy raps about it, glorifies it, and he just might be like, "Yo, I want to be, I want to see what that shit feel like." You know nah, what I mean? Like, here's here's the thing that made me laugh though. The reason why they said he went to his grandmother's house is because he was on a pacifier since he um until he was twelve. Mm-hmm. You gonna try so, to get gangster with somebody? 
he yeah he couldn't he couldn't get the pacifier at home, but his grandmother would give him the pacifier. And to me, man, now when you start saying shit like that, they just made that that just made me think that. Didn't that nigga on boys in the hood have a pacifier? That is true. And when you hear that shit, I just now it's just start, it starts making me think that there's something wrong with that nigga, man. You know nah, what I mean? Like, like it's probably like a little bit. Right. That nigga was also in a wheelchair in a movie. Who? Chris, the one who sucked the pacifier. What wheelchair he was in? In Boys in the Hood. Are you sure? Yeah, yes. the, the the dude in this, the dude that had the pacifier in Boys in the Hood was in a wheelchair. <laughs> I thought it was the other dude. Uh uh-uh. uh. Got somebody mixed up there. Yeah, his name was um Lil Chris. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I got, I got his face now. Yeah, he, was, he it, was in the wheelchair. Was it like the little braids and shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm mixing up him and Crazy Legs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, I see him with the pacifier, but I see him in the back of the car. I don't see him in the wheelchair. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Damn, but, um, man. also, like, if you also watch, um, what's it called? The, um, T.I. Um, series, what was it called? Family Business? or Yeah. Family Hustle? That was the one- that's the one I was alluding to when he was yeah. uh, when well, they were talking about when when King wanted to be a rapper and his grades started slipping. Remember what Ti did? You ain't gonna be no rapper. I took I took all the thing. He said I took all the studio equipment out your room. Once you get your grades up, you can go um, go back into being a rapper. The thing that sucks about that is this, man. Like, cause I feel for the kid, like. Obviously, like he wants to follow in the footsteps of, of his father, and and like you see the content and the shit that his father raps about, and I, I just think that he he wants to be that in that life so bad that he wants to create that kind of lifestyle for himself. I mean, um, I get it. You know what I mean? But like, which sucks because like that's that's not your life. This, you grew up in Manchester, she had everything for you, and like I said, like like you said, Gunnar, it's always fun at your cousin's house or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever but like... And um, it depends on how you was raised, too, because you could be a millionaire, but your parents come from the dirt. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... But that's um, not, I mean, but if you kind of look at T.I., like, that's not really the life that he lived. And But you know, I, it's the I, way that he, they you talk and raised them like say I had a million dollars right now and I had kids I'm still gonna do a lot of quote unquote like poor people shit around them like bologna sandwiches and you know what I mean and uh, just that type of environment being around family and all that some people just can't you know but that's the like I said, I'm, that's the difference between you and T.I. Even T.I. and Tiny both said, look, you never had to want for anything. You had cooks. You had this. You had that. Yeah, but you you still want to be part of that life, though, man. Yeah, but you know, everybody don't gravitate towards shit like that. I'm sure I wouldn't like that as a child. I don't want no chef cooking my shit. Where my, where my grandma at? What a, what a, you know what I'm saying? Where the shrimp and grits at? Y'all cooking this bullshit. Yeah. All right, I want a grilled cheese sandwich with some Velveeta. I don't want that. And then he was 
and then he went to the white grandmother's house. Right. You know, he had cucumber and mayonnaise sandwiches every day. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I was she, she was kind of from the hood, right? Yes, she was. Have you ever heard her talk? I think so. A long time ago. But that was when yeah. uh, she was with Tiny on the interview. Yeah, like the way she talks, she talks more hood than most. I just want to figure out why King looks like Tiny after she got all the surgery. <laughs> How is that possible? I don't know. That you is know what? Funny. I told the right thing. That's an ugly little yellow red lip boy. <laughs> that is. Funny. Have, have y'all have y'all seen like the different dynamic of Ti's kids? Yes. yes. Like, because you, because you had the the oldest son. Um, at first, he wanted to be a rapper, be a thug, and now he's like more of the acoustic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the acoustic mellow shit, and then King's just like a fucking gangster. for the daughters is <laughs> sassy with an attitude. But, but here's you, but here's the thing though, Damani can actually rap. He can, yeah. I was watching a video today where he was rapping. I'm like, yo, he actually has a good flow. Yeah, they ain't never gonna be their daddy though. You got a float, Joe. What's up with Major? They keep talking about this nigga. What Major doing? What he getting into? Major's like ten now. Oh, shit, who knows? That was a long time. That show was. When, when was that show on? Twenty fifteen. I have. I don't remember. Man, these years went, went by so fast. When was that? Because that uh, he was I a little nigga like when that shit came out. I was it like twenty seventeen. I don't know, because even uh, King was a little nigga when that show was on, and he grown now. That's true. <clears throat> Damn. That is true. Fucking T.I. What year did Shawty Lil die? Oh, God. 2019? No. No, it had no, to be no, no, no. It was way before that. Yeah. Shawty Lil? 17, maybe? Uh, Hold on. To Wikipedia. Shadi Lowe died in 2016. Okay, so that uh, T.I. already had his show before that. Okay. Uh, Damn, Red Left. Red Left. He'll be back. wonder what happened with Mikey. Oh, no. Mikey um, was at the gas station. He said he's going to be on late. Oh, okay. Damn, Shorty Lowe was signed to G-Unit for a little bit? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you see Red's name now? Uh-huh. <laughs> that motherfucker, uh, it bitch kicked me out when I went to go uh, search that shit. Big up. Oh, it was so, 2016. Um, yeah, so that show was on before that, because remember, Shorty Lowe was supposed to have a show. Right, and, with all his baby mama. Uh, he lived in the same neighborhood as T.I. You Big. know what used to make me laugh about Shorty Lowe, though? What? Like, I went through my period of doing Beijing, but nigga, mm. Shorty Lowe was the Beijing king. Yeah. This yeah, nigga had 11 kids with 10 women. Damn. Nine daughters and two sons. God. All you gotta do is put it in there and let it go. Fucking Shorty Lowe. And he announced that he had diabetes on the show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Big well, I mean, all my haters. 
there's, there's, I mean, once again, like you get yourself in those situations when you got money, man, because you look at some of those, those athletes, they got those fucking athletes out there who got like special uh, contingencies in their contract because they have so many goddamn kids, mm-hmm. so many damn baby mamas. What's that boy name? Uh, Andrew Kamari? Kamardi? I have no idea who that is. Uh, football player. This motherfucker had like 12 kids <clears throat> and like uh, 10 different baby mamas or some shit like that. I'm looking them up now. Surviving Carl Malone. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that was that was a bad joke. That is terrible. <laughs> Man, the fact that Carl Malone didn't really didn't really uh um get what he deserved with that shit kind of that kind of don't sit well with me. Yeah, how is he not in talking- jail? I mean, yeah, yeah, it was the '80s. It was a different time, but that's still that's kind of wow. You got to serve something. You got to do about a year or something. The girl was the girl was thirteen, right? And he was twenty. And Carl Malone is not no pause. No, you know he's sticks. What? He was six nine. I'm saying like damn, and he was about that yeah, six nine, six nine, like two two sixty. And I'm Jeez. pretty sure he oh. was that size at, at twenty. And you messed with a thirteen year old, mm, right. mm. nigga. You wasn't five six, looking like a kid. You was a grown ass man. So he, so he was six nine. Well, he is six nine, but he was two fifty nine. Come on now, yeah, that's that a big, smooth two sixty. That's a big dude, pause. You mess with a thirteen year old? That that that, that should let you know right there. So I mean, right. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. Big up to all my haters. Yeah, Gloria Bell, who was thirteen when she gave birth, so she was probably twelve. Mm. Ew. Damn. And then now, now what's that kid's name? Just Getty or whatever. Yeah, the for the uh, basketball player. Yeah, what team yeah. he played for? Uh, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. And that motherfucker. Uh, that motherfucker uh, got the damn what the fifteen-year-old or some shit, right? She got no She's a high school student. But here's the thing, though, that's working out in his defense so far. Well, he's white. She was in a twenty-one and no, she was in a twenty-one and older club. Mm. Hey, that doesn't mean shit. I mean, <laughs> what what can you really expect? We all up in here together. I'm taking you home. Nah, I get that, but oh. still, at the same at the same time, this motherfucker continued to shit. Yeah, that is true. I get. I guess <laughs> maybe the uh. Peppermint Patty under rules didn't throw him off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, you shot that hot topic, too. That's terrible. (laughs) I have a Spencer's gift card. (laughs) (laughs) She was so... (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, now, 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 the fuck, the the thing about him, that motherfucker, like, he, that motherfucker may be in trouble there. 
he's been been investigated not only by uh, the NBA, but he's also getting investigated by the um, whatever whatever city or or the state wherever that, that that shit happened. He's getting investigated by them motherfuckers too. It was uh, on the road. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Um, <clears throat> damn, I forgot the damn. Mess around with them away games. Yeah, I, I don't. I forgot where it was at, but but yeah, but the, but this dumb motherfucker, he kept like like he kept messaging this bitch and and like um fucking having a like like Snapchat casual com- yeah Snapchat casual conversation with this other. How old is he? Let's see. Well, he's not that. Josh Gritty. He's like twenty. He is twenty one. So his 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 mental state probably around the same as hers. In fact, his yeah. mental maturity. Twenty one six eight two sixteen. See that's yeah yeah, but he he mentally is still a child. Yeah, but you gotta know better. Like I don't I don't know what they like. Your people supposed to nah chill. Like you going nah, to but... the club by yourself or? But he let this girl post a snap that just said, that said, I just got done fucking Josh Giddy. That's where you fucked up, man. You you fucked up. It's fucking with that Snapchat. I'm going to see if I can find that picture and save it so I can send that shit to y'all. I've seen it. Social media, man. Yeah, I already seen it. I've seen it. That's wild. Like I said, social media, man, get your ass in trouble every single time. For real. And she looked like a young girl in that picture. That's the crazy part. And he's standing right behind her, just hugged up. Happy as hell. Probably drunk. Like, how can you deny that? That is crazy. Yeah. Listen, you know what the fucked up thing is, though? The, the, the fuck the thing is, is, is this, and, and, and it's sad but true. Like, when you're thinking about NBA, once again, we, we, the, the theme here is it's like money makes you do stupid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the theme is to me, um, when you're looking at it, she, there's probably other NBA motherfuckers out there, like, really doing the same shit. With young bitches too, like that probably hasn't got caught. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Probably no, way more than you know. That's just nah, fam. And I guess it's different because you know, like, and it should be different for you too, Red. When you have daughters and you just think about, yo, what the fuck are they doing? Like, Alicia just turned twenty-one yesterday, and I'm still. That short lease dad. <laughs> and my daughter's a full fledged adult who can go to a bar and drink herself. Yeah. Like, again, where are the parents? <laughs> I mean, this day and but age. Then again, but then again, and you know, no offense, listeners, white parents are kind of different. But... Yeah, also, also, to be fair, parents want to say too. Hold on, you're breaking up, Red. The parents have been in the situation. I was like, I'm in the club. I'm 15, but then I met an NBA player. 
Hold on, Red, you're breaking up. He's transforming. I know. Uh, fucking now, Optimist Ray. Finn, um, you can hear me? Nope. Right, let me just, barely. Let me disconnect now. <clears throat> oh man, we lost him again. Yep. No, but what I was saying is, you know, no offense, listeners, white parents are kind of different because kind of was dating this. I w- they are. I was dating this girl in high school, and I'm like, all right, guys, well, I got to head home. My mom says I got to be home by 10. They're like, no, we can call your mom, and you can stay tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, that's not, that's not how this shit works. Mm-hmm. Robo Red. Yo, I'm back. Okay, we can hear you now. All right. What I was trying no, to but, say was... Oh, go ahead. What I was trying to say was, like, some of these parents, and, and same thing with the, with the R. Kelly situation, Sad to say, but some of these parents might be like, you know, Becky, what are you doing out there in the clubs? That you're only 15 years old, but then Becky comes home like, well, Dad, I met an NBA player, and then the 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 parents are thinking, well, make sure you get yourself pregnant, go get the, so, so they can get the fucking check too. You know, what I mean? like that's what I say. A lot of true. it got to do with morals, whether it's the people behind you or you yourself. Yeah, if, like, your, if your morals ain't right, man, you're going to willing to do a lot more than you would do for us. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I'm a firm believer that these motherfuckers had to so, know. So I'm going to just say what you said. Well, I'm going to say what I said. Well, you know, you were off for a little bit. I said there was a situation where I was in high school where I was dating this chick. And I'm like, hey, my mom says I got to be home by 10. Where the dad says, you sure you don't want to stay tonight? I'll call your mom and, you know, you can sleep in the... Nah, fam. Nah, fuck no. Do you know that my mom will cuss you out, nigga? (laughs) Like, Doing some shit like that? I ain't going to lie, though. I I did get to a point. uh, I I did get to a point where I was, like, living at... uh, I was li- pretty much living at um, my lady's house um, back in the day, uh, like in high school. Mm, I Yo. think you talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which yeah, is wild. A weeks, maybe a year ago. Was it a year ago? Yeah, God, man, my time is just. Yeah, yeah I mean, but that was that, that was wild to me. I, like, and I think about, I think about it. Would I ever like? Um, let my daughter uh, do some shit like that. The answer is definitely no. You walking by your daughter's room and all you hear is smack, smack, smack. Like how do they do that? <laughs> like you just do it. you just bypass it and go to watching Monday Night Football again. All right. So like with my eighteen year old, when she was seventeen, her mother had her move her boyfriend in and. Listen, I tried tooth and nail to pull that motherfucker out, and it just didn't work. Well, you don't control and that was, house, huh? You don't control that house, and that's that's what it was. I didn't control the house, but uh-huh. like it it baffles me that there are parents out there willing to do that shit. Well, you already kind of made the point with the yeah, <clears throat> and you know what my ex's wife, you know my ex wife's um whole response was what. She said, well, when we got our trailer together, I was 18 and you were 19. I said, you were legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were trying to make an excuse for doing stupid shit. 
Yeah, no, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to throw my ex-wife out there like that, but it's true. All right, I'm talking about two grown-ass people, <clears throat> not two kids. I mean, so, um, it's just different nowadays, man. With all this shit going on, you you really gotta like protect uh, motherfuckers now. Like, I I just feel like there's so much that people just allow nowadays. Uh, to get the kids get away with because they feel like they can watch these kids um, do social media, watch them do like these other outlets that you don't fucking watch kids through. You know what I mean? I just follow. I follow my daughter on on Instagram, so we're cool. You know, no, a lot. This generation of parents are just bad parents too. Yeah, because they are in competition with their kids. These forty-year-old bitches, fifty-year-old bitches, still think they could pull the same little dudes that their daughters pulling, and it shows by how, how how they go out in public. And then a lot of that also just because these motherfuckers they want to be validated. Man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like they, 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 these older bitches want to be validated, and, and they, they need. And then a, a lot of it is a lot of parents nowadays want to be that kid's friends. Yeah. And you know, that's one thing that I've always said, and Red heard me say this before. Actually, Red heard me say this over the summer what? with my son. I always say, Look, I'm not your friend, I'm your father. Well, we ain't friends. Friend. <laughs> I'm not your friend, I'm your father. We can be friends after you turn 21, whatever, but as of right now, I got a job to do. <laughs> oh. Fuck that job off punching your chest, nigga. <laughs> like, I felt so bad over the summer, man, because I made him cry in Red's garage, and I'm like, nah, that wasn't what I was trying to do, but this is shit you need to hear. What can you have said to him to make him cry? No, I was just talking about his, you know, work ethic. You should have beat him and after you know, that. I didn't beat him. I, like, I, I used to say, <clears throat> cry and I give you something to cry for. No, but I no, I was just giving him some tough love and I think what I think what broke him is when Red jumped in. I mean kids need tough love. You know what I mean? Like like but kids I'm, need tough I'm, love and it, it just it, I don't know. I've, I've always been that father that's not going to sit there and sugarcoat shit because life is real. And I was telling him, Look, I don't want you to go down the road I did. Like yeah, I may got a good job now. Yeah, I may got this, but shit, I had a hard fight. <laughs> like, especially because I will say that's my smartest child. Hands down. No offense to my other children listening, but <laughs> that's my smartest child, hands down. And, you know, like when he got that tough love, and like I said, once Mark got in, the waterworks just came in. I was like, oh, shit. You ain't got like the graduation? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta I don't know. Like sometimes you just gotta you just gotta let them know how it is, man. And I say that to say this. Like, tighten up on y'all's parenting styles. Don't let your daughter sit there and bring a fucking NBA player home. Not especially if she's fifteen. Not unless he's a veteran and he got that big money. Listen. <laughs> yeah, my you daughter's- can't be- can't be bringing on niggas on the rookie contract. For real, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <clears throat> My daughter could bring home John Moran, and I'm like, nope. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Your daughter's grown now. 
both of them are. Yeah, yeah you can't say that. I mean, but it's also John Morant. You, you run the risk of having guns in your house. Yeah, I hope I hope he's <laughs> done with that. Oh, me too. Like he, it, it, I, I, that's a, and that's that's another one of those situations. It's, it's like Ti's son. Like he just really wants to be part of that life. And, and Mikey like Williams grew, went right down the same path. Yeah, uh, he grew up privileged. John Morant did. He grew up yes. in the suburbs. And he moved out to Memphis. Now, granted, it's Memphis, but then he just decided that. But I know he ain't in that part of Memphis. Nah, hell no. Right. And the game in Orange Mound, the motherfucking Black Haven. <laughs> Fuck no. Like, but, like, he moved out to Memphis, and all of a sudden, you know what I mean? He wants to be part of that life. I, 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 I just never been one, because I, be person, I never lived that ghetto gangster life. Right, so so, I just don't understand like the glamour. Well, I understand the glamorization of it. I don't understand doing away everything to. Well, you know what it is. That's the black version of a bad boy. Yeah, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like the white version of a bad boy is like the the Marlboro cigarette cowboy or the slick black jacket. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's different, (laughs) different. You know, just like the. This, the Mexican bad boy, that's the tattoos and the highways, dickies. Mm. You know, like every every culture has their bad boy. The Chinese, they got their gangsters. The, the, the Japanese the got their, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, oh, Red, man, guess what? You, you would have been proud of me, man, because I got two guns Christmas present and I didn't even let them know what it is. Well, I'm happy for you. You know, you already told me what mine was. That's what I'm saying. He, 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 he's going to mess up with somebody. Stop it. Definitely. I already messed up this year. I told Red what he got. I, come on. You can't hold water. I am with this gift, though. What? You didn't tell him? I didn't tell Red your gift. My gift? No, he didn't tell, he didn't tell me your gift. No, I'm saying, he but he already mine. told him. You, you already told him his. Yeah, yeah, I did tell him his. Mm, that's supposed to be a surprise. I guess you just Something, get so excited. I about to say, some things I just can't hold water with. It's just like, hey, I did it. This You're like is- a virgin. You like, <clears throat> don't even let it get in there, get in the mail yet, and it's already jumping out the package, you know, the present. <laughs> let it marinate for a little while. There's a lot of AOs and Pauls on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. That's that excitement. Like, you know how it is when you be excited about a female and it's like, wow, soon it, what, that's it? I'm done? Damn. Damn. It's the excitement level. But yeah, like, literally, after I hit the trigger on Red's present, I sent him a screenshot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you don't give nobody no, uh, no, no surprise. Yeah. Well, what, well, what I did with you was I said, "Hey, what do you want for Christmas?" And you said, "Nothing." <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, "What?" I so never think said, about stuff like that. Even at a certain time as a child, I never was like, "I want this," or "I want that," unless it's, you know somebody asked me, and I got to think about it. No, I got you. But it always be like, you know, give, give me a game or something like that. 
I never really ever thought about presents. I guess I'm different. Birthday, I might, you know, say what I want. Back then, Ninja Turtles. That was all Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers type shit. I need that. No, for, like for Christmas and everything, I've always been the one that's always been excited about it. Like I think Red can go back. Like you can go back to high school and ask Red. Like when it came down to like getting my friends gifts and shit like that, there was nothing like going in a store and just like, ooh, this, 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 and this. And I would always give Red his gift like weeks in advance I mean, because I could hold water. There's always like like something nice about like <laughs> giving gifts and shit, man. You know, I, I think that's always I think that's like always like somebody you just like to give somebody something, you know what I mean? Man, sound like one of y'all was doing um what's that shit when you do SOS? Oh, a Morse code. Yeah. That's not me. Somebody just tapping nah. the hell out of their controller. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing uh, Call of Duty. It's, it's just vibrating. Oh, I thought you was doing up, down, right, left, up, down, right, left, up, down, right, left, A, B, start. <laughs> nah, nah. The, the shit vibrate when you shoot. That nigga's trying to get supersonic before that shit went out. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Speaking, of, speaking of which, we did get a request for another video game show for Christmas, and we haven't done one of those since year two. I mean... A video game show? Yeah, a video game show. I'm down. Here's the thing, though. How have our top five video games changed since then, when I don't play games that much anymore? Mm. Well, I don't even... Was I on that show to, to announce my top five? I think so. Yes, you I don't think I was. You just no, gotta really kind of go back to memory. Sometimes you forget shit, maybe. Because it was us three on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got a request to go back to a video game show. Like, there are people doing deep dives of our show and, like, episodes that I forgot about. He was just like, hey, remember on episode XYZ where you said this? No, I don't. Right. <laughs> nah. <laughs> or, you know, like... It's like, I can't recall. I'm sorry. Or when people... Like, I now have people say, hey, look, give me the show and give me the timestamp because right. I'm not going to listen to this whole show again just to figure out one part. Because that's usually what it would take. So like, you still like, end up missing it. That's true. I guess Mikey I, wasn't coming on, huh? Shout out to Mikey, though. Mikey probably yeah. done fell into a strip club. I went down. Fall off. Shout out to Mikey. So Digger said he was going to um open up a strip club. He said he said yeah. he's going to open one. Yeah. Oh god. It's called mm. it's called Digger Biggins. Yeah. Word. It's gonna have like a thickums? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have a wing bar and everything. A wing yeah, bar. It's gonna have to have some kind of food. Where they're gonna be frying corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Pig feet. Where everything. Every every drink is highly, highly, highly sugary. Like, mm, mm, who made that lemonade? (laughs) 
Walking Dead. You gotta have some kind of. You gotta have some kind of buffet. Oh God! Oh, oh, imagine yeah. that. <laughs> like I said, that's what the wing bar is for. It's gonna be one of those ghetto buffets too, with the little uh, fire under the aluminum plant. <laughs> Are you talking about the sternos? <laughs> yeah, that wedding reception shit. Oh man, the sternos in the damn foil pan. You gotta have the meatballs, the cocktail weenies, and barbecue sauce. <laughs> some Hawaiian rolls, some tuna salad, some fruit salad from Publix. Word, and they ain't nobody gonna even touch that. <laughs> Word, man. Like, what's that? What's that thing but, y'all be calling it? Uh, a karuchi board? What is it? Oh. Charcuterie board. Yeah, one of those for all pork. Wow. All pork and hog head cheese. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a funny smell. That's what them them Italian folks always have fucking charcuterie boards for goddamn where. All pork. (laughs) For scudo. Uh, salami, hard salami, pepperoni, capicola. Uh, what's the you other said capicola? <laughs> yeah, that's a, one of them hams. What's another one? What, um, what the fuck is capicola? It's a type of pork, uh, like deli meat. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about cola. Like, I thought you were talking about like some store brand soda, like that no, mountain uh-uh. lion. Oh, what's that shit called? Mountain Thunder? All right. <laughs> well, what kind of deli meat Italians make that's not pork? Oh shit! Salami, prosciutto, those are all pork. Everything. Yeah, everything is pork. Alright. Pastrami's pork. Oh, it, I mean, is it though? Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it is all pork. Pastrami ain't pork. Yeah, What's the majority pastrami? of it's pork? Well, is it pastrami? I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. Pastrami's beef. Yeah, pastr- I'm looking up. Yeah, pastrami's beef. Yeah. You know, they sell like kosher markets and uh, allow spots. <clears throat> and also, man, did I ever tell you my weird idea for a club? What? All right, so I'll say this before I close the show out. My weird idea for a club was to have a nightclub, right? But it would also have like this little monorail. What? Where the women can drop their children off at a daycare if they wanted to go clubbing. And then they'll <laughs> get on the monorail. Because remember, you can't have a club within distance of a school zone or a place that watches kids. So where's this monorail going? So the monorail, they would get on the monorail, it would go to the nursery. Where, where do you get on the monorail off. at? Oh, at the club. So... And how do you women go get... for the club? Or you can go from the nursery to the club. But still, these women are going home drunk with their kid. They can watch them overnight. It's the nursery. Yeah, that's... that's my thing. You want to know my? You want to know my uh, idea? My idea was uh, called the stripping snip. Wow, strip club slash barbershop. They got that in DR. They do? You don't see them videos and girls be lap dancing and all that shit? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I got to look this club, up. It's not a strip club, club but like, you know, their bodies are already 
like that, and they be lap dancing and doing all kind of crazy shit. In the yeah, the, the the only thing is you gotta have one of them. Uh, you gotta have one of them clear. Uh, <laughs> you know, little ropes. You gotta have the clear rope. Man. Yeah. You can't be putting no. You can't be putting uh them black robes over motherfuckers and shit. Yeah, man, nigga, what you doing under that robe, man? Why I'm cutting your hair? Yeah, you might want to do a black robe then at that point. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Uh, I just think that the, I, I think I think the sanitary uh, yeah aspect of that is very high, <laughs> and it's gonna be. I think that, don't bring no black light in this motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only idea uh, I ever had about having a strip club was um, calling it Atlantis and having it like with that. Uh, Greco-Roman design, and each girl would be named after a goddess, like Athena. Yeah, Ophelia. Any any kind of name like that, and then you know, well, Adina, Adina had to be the baddest one though. Who? Adina. Yeah. Well, she was like the and the ugliest one was called Medusa. What's Medusa ugly? <laughs> she turned. Remember, guys kept looking at her because, because they turned to stone. Yeah, that's just because uh, she wasn't ugly, though. Yeah, the snake's coming out of her head, man. That was the white version. The black version, you know she had dreadlocks. Saying, you know how you can make that... <laughs> you... Wait, hold on. You know how you can make that work? Yeah. Guys, get ready to get rock hard. Here comes Medusa. That's what I'm saying. It works. <laughs> Yo, but Medusa would have to perform... Medusa would have to perform during like she she wouldn't perform during peak hours unless you made like unless you made her like a gimmick, you know what I mean? I think Medusa like to... would have to just be around all the time, like you know what I mean? <laughs> like live there, like that's the house mom type shit. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, he said live there. Damn, <laughs> you about to be on surviving Digger Jones fucking with this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. That's two gun, and that's red. And we are the troublemakers. How how are we doing closing statements tonight? I don't even matter. Um, you know what, two gun? I'll let you be. I'll let you finish. I'll let you. I mean, I don't never really have. Wow, I don't never really have no uh, closing statements like that. It don't matter. No, you you could be last tonight. Go ahead, red. Uh, first things first. Um, good show, great topics. Um, just be careful out there because motherfuckers is wild mm-hmm. and they're wilding. Um, also, make sure that you check on your kids and check on each other during these uh, holidays because it's wild out here. It's real in the field. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's all I got. All right, so I'm next. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank y'all so much. I want to thank my correspondents or co-hosts. Or, we're, we're, we're all correspondents. Fuck. I want to thank you guys. And I want to thank you guys, the <laughs> listeners. If you know anybody going through a hard time, it is the holiday. Seasonal depression is real. It only takes three seconds to ask them if they're good. Those three seconds can go a long way. And as you always know, once we get to the December shows, those are my favorite of the year because... I'm a Christmas guy, so yeah, yeah. Other than that, Gunner, take it away. Um, yeah. 
Watch out for your people. Parents, take care of your children. Word, Females, word. stop doing shit strange for a piece of change and complaining about word, it later. Word. Oh Turn shit. Back. Let me let me let me interject with one more thing. I want to wish my daughter, whose birthday was yesterday, a happy birthday on the show, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, my firstborn. Happy I'm an birthday. old nigga. I'm officially an old nigga now because she's 21. 21. You can get in the club without me, so I'm right. officially the old nigga now. I mean, she could have got a club at 18, right? Well, yeah, she could have, but. Wristband, uh, wristband. But those are clubs that you don't want to be in, man. Them 18 year old clubs, you shit suck. Nah, remember Bourbon Street? You used to could get in there at 18. You just had to wear a wristband, right? Yeah, you had to wear a wristband and you couldn't buy alcohol. Yeah, well, we was in there. Yeah, but, but, who wanted to do that shit? Right, so let, me tell, let me tell one more story, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I remember we used to go downtown and there used to be this pizza spot, right? where upstairs was like the club thing. You know, you had to be 21 and older to go, right? I remember me, Mark, and Adam, me, we made a vow. Like, yo, we're going to go back to the spot. When we're 21, we're going to go upstairs and see what that shit's like, right? <clears throat> Nigga, when I said we were so fucking disappointed when we went up there. <laughs> what kind of spot was it? No, it was just like a bar. Mm. But you had to be 21 and older to go in there. So once we got in there and everything, we're like, yo, we waited a year and a half for this shit. And it was downtown. What was you expecting? I don't know. Right. Downtown? Yeah, if it wasn't I, like level two or uh tangos or clubs. Or... I never been to no purple tree. Yeah, purple tree was purple tree used to be the spot. That was downtown? Yeah, Purple Tree used to be the spot downtown. I've never been to Purple Tree. That was, um, that motherfucker was kind of short-lived, though, because after after a while, that motherfucker um, sh- shut that fuck down. Mm. Yeah. When all the, when all the height people start taking over. The what? Uh, when all the, when all the white people started oh. uh, filming... They they started feeling like there was too many Negroes. Okay. Yeah, the motherfuckers. Well, did you yeah, ever yeah. read? Did you ever read that story in the paper where they were doing that on purpose? They would tell the DJ, "Look, there's too many Jamals in here right now." Yeah, I mean, this shit happens all the time. My name's Jamal, <laughs> and I'll fuck your school up. <laughs> yeah. The, the the other thing with that is, if you think about it, like you knew this shit was happening anyway because the motherfuckers was like. You can't get in here with them goddamn pants and shoes on. Okay, let me ask y'all to a question. Y'all white girl slayers, right? Yeah. Right. When y'all go to a club and liking, you know, y'all demographic, how do y'all dance with them? Um, White girls. They dance on us. Actually, yeah. (laughs) We don't do anything. They dance on us. White girls, I ain't gonna lie. White girls are funny in the club, man. Yeah, but you know, it's a difference between... (laughs) Going to an Omni party in the end zone, getting that type of dance, then the white girl that dance. True. But white that girls are true. funny in the club, to be honest with you. Like, they want to be niggas so bad. <laughs> and so the way they dance and shit, <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's fun. It's, it's, dancing with white girls is funny, man. I, that's all I'm going to say. 
right, I will say this though. <laughs> when you're one of the only minorities in a club that's full of white people, all the white guys want to stand by you because you're getting the females gravitated on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you get like, the bitches, bro. Like there's one situation I'll never forget. I, I don't remember where we were. I want to say it was what? What's that club downtown that you like going to? Was it Oku? Wait, how? Which uh, might have been Oku. Where it was Oku, right? So there was these guys. You no, know, me and Ray, we're just standing right over here, you know, minding our own business. And there was these guys who just stood by us and like, yo, let us buy you a drink. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And I they're like, know. so, and they're like, all right, so. I bought you a drink, so can we stand by y'all? Cool, right? So anytime, like, some rap song would come on, they would all try to, you know, rile you up and hype you up. You're like, dude, niggas, no. And then at the end of the night, we were still in these bitches. <laughs> That's true. In fact, if they wanted to buy you a drink, I'd have been like, nah, I'm good. You're not ready for me tonight, Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Josh and Kyle's not that, getting in my drawers. <laughs> the thing that was funny about it, the, I said the thing that was funny about it was like they they wanted to be damn really they right? wanted to be a, yeah affiliated so fucking bad that you know like I said they they would buy us the drinks and shit and then like um and then they they would hang out with us and but then they they. Then they got a little too comfortable. We're uh, like five drinks in. They're like, you gotta meet my mom. She's fucking hot. <laughs> no, five drinks in? No. <laughs> At one point, I mean, one time, five drinks in this motherfucker thought he was gonna say nigga. I was like, hey, yo. Say it one more time. I said, I mean, one, I, I, one, one time, five drinks in this motherfucker thought he was cool enough to say nigga. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, bro. Nah, man. Yeah, you gotta cut that. Yeah, I go. I used to go to. Exactly I used that. to go to the white clubs in Manhattan, and it was like a totally different vibe from the black clubs. Because, yeah, because they had cocaine. Nah, not only that, <laughs> white girls be drinking. Yeah, I'm talking about, and then they go outside. They're crying. They're in the middle of the street throwing up. They're they're barefoot walking. <laughs> it's, it's like a whole. It's like an emotional roller coaster, like after the club. If they, you know, I just know about the. That's that's how it was always in a pizza spot. Man, you would come out and it's just littered bodies of drunk white girls crying, and they don't know what they're crying about. I just gotta get home to my boyfriend. <laughs> you bet. You, you better, goddamn it. Just like in Manhattan, my the the day I dreaded the most going into Manhattan was St. Patrick's Day. Oh God! Like no. the streets would be littered with bodies and vomit by two and two two p.m. Yo, remember when I went to that bar crawl in Charlotte? Um, another was, another was, another oh, place to dread for St. Patrick's Day, Savannah, bro. Yo, I, I could imagine. I went to a bar crawl in Charlotte, right? And when I was on the way there, it was me and Shark, right? I was I was talking to two guys on the phone too and said, Yep, don't trip over nobody. I was, like, I was like, What? He goes, You'll see. And no doubt, 
like halfway through the bar, bar crawl, there was literally girls pissing themselves in the middle of the street and like, I gotta get home. <clears throat> Let's not talk about in Manhattan, Jersey Transit to go from uh, the city to Jersey. Wow. Man, Penn Station was, on the floor. I would hate <laughs> and, and it's, they do that green beer shit, so it's just like green vomit everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> no, there, there is vomit everywhere in Charlotte also. It's like, like it's like being in the parade trying to watch out for horse shit. It's just, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but other than that, we good, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Happy holidays. I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, time to throw that food away too. It's, it's, what? Yeah. Yo, if that food's still in y'all's fridge, I'm calling child protective services on Where? Because we about to be at six Stop days. Feeding. Stop feeding them babies that for real. <laughs> but other than that, God bless and good night. Peace. I'll let you boy.